You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. Hello, hello. What up, though? Welcome to another edition of the Art of Bounce in conjunction with Force Fed Digital and the United Ronin Networks. I am. Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. And I'm here to sing the praises of these friends and neighbors, fellow men and women in black, as well as anyone else who was ever a guard or officer of any type. This is your podcast. Main objective, safety and security. Be sure to catch the Art of Bounce wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether it's Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and YouTube, just to name a few, dude. So let's go to Times Square. Chapter 3, 2008, Lord Ray Ray's. Let's listen in. Yeah, y'all, I stumbled upon this set list, as they used to call it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at this old school joint right here, Hip Hop Legends, that's right, a whole bunch of them. I ain't gonna say their names, but it was all, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten acts that I had the pleasure of being backstage for at Lord Ray Ray's on Times Square. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna say the actual name of the place to protect the innocent. Um, now being in this building, I mean, this edifice was huge, bro. I'm talking about it goes at least half the block, maybe even the entire block in this edifice, in this huge building, because it contained the ice cream shop. It contained our joint, Lord Ray Ray's, with its restaurant within it. I think it is. Little Lord Ray Ray's. So it makes sense of that, what you will. But you got that. And you move down, and within this very edifice downstairs in this building, keep going down, and you are underneath the movie theater, and you keep walking down that. You're actually walking through this huge back way, walking, all these walls are white, very bright, (laughs) and you see nothing but exit doors, you know what I'm saying? Just a simple push, and you end up on a thing that's... So that was one of the ways we had acts come in through so they won't have to come in through the front way. What was crazy about this night, you know, (laughs) um, you know, I see all of these old school acts and I'm telling you, man, these are some of my heroes, the best labels out there, major labels, maybe even some independent ones that they themselves may have created distributing with them or whatever. But here they are. I'm talking about 10 different acts. Anyway, you could just imagine who was there. I'm talking about acts from the late 80s, the early 90s. Working Lord Ray Ray's, this was 2008. Best believe these guys, a couple of these guys already got gold and platinum plaques on their wall. I'm telling you. And I had the pleasure of being backstage with these ladies and gentlemen. Um, but it's crazy. Like, you know, you see so many of them and you don't see, I mean, okay, one or two might be wearing their truck jewelry. Like, wow. Like they bring the whole God jewelry store with them on stage. <laughs> I've seen this. 
right? You know, the most famous DJs in and out of that building. And they all treated me with mad love, man. One of them saw me stressing in there, you know, getting off the phone with a girlfriend or whatever back then. And I might have said it out loud, you know. I didn't think anybody would hear me talking about, I need a f***ing cigarette! And sure enough, one member of one of my favorite groups on the select records label. But I think they switched over to Relativity. Yeah, I think I'm safe enough to say that. Gave me a whole Newport 100 and shit. And that was cool of him, man. Gave him a whole pound, showed him a lot of love. That was some cool ass shit, man. You know, I know my job is to keep people away from the back. And that's on a regular night, you know. I do that, but this is a special night. Usually... When the show is on, nobody should be back there, including Entourage and the artists themselves. We got special rooms for them. One, a dressing room right here where they have access to a shower and a whole shebang in one room. And another room right around the corner from that room. You got to walk through the backstage to get to it. But once you turn there, you're met with a vending machine and a nice couch or whatever have you where the entourage can sit down and chill the f*** out. But being that this is a 10-act show with all of these people, you know, at least they were considerate enough not to bring 100 motherfuckers with them. (laughs) You know, how it could have been. These acts, these cats actually had a lot of class. So I'm very happy to say that. You know what I'm saying? They were very well behaved. I don't recall anyone on the walkie-talkie hitting me for a fight or nothing. Nothing. I'm telling you, the night was actually cool. No fights. You know, nothing going on but a whole lot of loud noise. People was making a lot of noise. That's about it. Nobody was fighting. There was a lot of drunk motherfuckers. But, of course, every time I work, I'm going to see a drunk person acting a damn fool. But if he's having enough of a good time, then, you know, I'm not going to mind him too tough. And here I was backstage, and I was amongst... All of my guys, I used to say it to my fellow brethren in black, man, yo, I can actually die and be happy. You can just imagine, look, listen, y'all, I'm talking about select records, loud records, relativity. Relativity, I think, became loud or, you know, somewhere down the line, ruckus records, fat beats, um... Def Jam, Motown even. There was a couple of Motown acts. Jive Records was in the house. Um, Who else were there? Profile Records. Those doing that New Jack Swing. Yeah, there was 10 different acts. First Priority. Yeah, man, they were there. The Cold Chillins, the Fresh Records. You can imagine who I'm talking about. Those that know, I know DJs know. The DJs definitely know what I'm talking about. They were there. They were there. And, man, bruh, these dudes were hitting me off with weed. They were tipping me. It was crazy. These rappers, my heroes, were tipping me. $10 here, $5 there. Couple of cigarettes here, $20 here. What? Okay. And... Not only were they blessing me with weed, they were smoking weed, puffing it all out. I mean, a couple of Jamaican acts that were there, you know, that was pumping the crowd up with that reggae. You know, I might have mentioned reggae before. Reggae is its own beast, let me tell you. (laughs) With all of those delicious women outside over there and Lord Ray Ray's, 
man, they were in the house too. And, you know, the dudes that were lucky enough to party with them, oh my God, all of them had a real good time. Yeah, nobody was fighting, everybody getting along, it was all a good vibe. Ten of the best acts ever. You know, but I had to wonder, why the hell? I mean, what are these cats doing here, you know, in such a small place? You know, they should be out all around the country. And then come to find out, that was the plan, you know. Because, quite frankly, you know, I did ask one of them, what's the deal? Is this some sort of anniversary or something? (laughs) There's so many of y'all here. What's good? And then he answered me. He said, look, not for nothing, man. Um, this is the actual way we get in money, man. I mean, we going around the world. This is the premiere of this tour we're about to do, man. We're going to hit all the towns. We're going all over the globe with this, man. We got to go on tour, man. You think we getting paid off of the gold and platinum records on the wall? It's crazy. We only see a little bit of money, man. All them labels you just said out loud, them the ones with all the dough, not us. I'm like, God, man. Even back when, I even wanted to be a rapper. And upon hearing this, I actually didn't even want to do it anymore. I'm telling you, I didn't. I mean, boy, if I was to open my mouth about a situation I had, man, it'll just be just another story about this. Talked about that rule, 4,080. Yeah, is it 4,080? Record company people are shady. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that advice. And I was actually making demos <laughs> back then, which you could probably find on at RGMC2407 for all the little demos that I shelved up. And yes, I'm proud of those because we spent a lot of money trying to make it. Damn it. And, and for us to just say, nah, man, we're walking away from this rap shit. It's just too much. And as you can see, the end result of that, (laughs) you know, I'm not about to help these executives get richer while watching my men's and them among the people I spoke to backstage about what they're really going through in this business. It's very disheartening. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to say too much. I think I said it all. I don't think I want to say any more about this. (laughs) I will tell you, however, one story. (laughs) Yeah, man, a major rapper, a major major platinum rapper was seen, right? He got off stage. He blew the house down. He got off stage. You know, there I am escorting him, walking him to the dressing room. And there was a bevy of ladies waiting on him. And you know, what am I going to do, you know? The dude that was supposed to hold down the front of the backstage wasn't there to help me for whatever reason. I don't know what. But it was cool. Again, everybody was all right, behaving themselves. No one was misbehaving, at least not too tough. A couple of horny girls, they get close enough to this rapper. A lot of beautiful women, but for some odd reason, this dude picks the ugly yes. One out of them all. I don't know why. It was surreal. He had at least 10 girls waiting, just wanting to be with him. And here he goes, picks the ugliest chick out of all of them, and waltzes her directly into his dressing room. The f***. I watched in disbelief as I told the girls, hey ladies, y'all saw what it is. Let's take it back outside. Excuse me, sir. As I said to the partner that was supposed to hold me down up in front of the backstage area, I finally seen him, so I tell him, come get these girls. 
All right. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, ladies. Bye-bye. Sorry. And then he could have easily walked away with at least three of them. You know what I mean? They were there, willing, such beautiful, gorgeous women. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that was some unbelievable sh**. Word. Mm, 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 mm. But needless to say, I had a really good time amongst my favorite rappers. And, man, what more can I say about Lord Ray Ray's? Well, Lord Ray Ray's was definitely a bevy of some real good times, as well as some real bad times. Now, I say bad times because this is the part where I gotta say, how many folks did I ever meet backstage? I met the plenty lot. I met American Idol winners. I'm talking about slow jam artists, R&B artists from the 80s and 90s, and we all owned their records. I had the nerve to be escorting these people, huh? Heroes, icons. Yes, they were there. I remember one comedian guy who turned actor in one of my favorite movies, Beloved Hood movies. He was a major player. And, you know, it was crazy as I was talking to him, you know, getting to know this cat. Um, walkie-talkie goes off. And just like a cartoon character, pew, you know, go right to the spot, prevent somebody from smashing some other bastard in the head with a damn bottle. It was crazy. You know, when I came zipping back, it was too bad homie wasn't there to talk with me anymore. So there's that. I actually wanted an autograph. Too bad I wasn't going to get that. But again, I'm not there to be starstruck. Admittedly, I was. I'm telling you. Y'all know what I mean. So, damn, we're talking Times Square, man. I know those in charge of that line. Now, judging from what I see out there, and folks on that mic talk about, what's count? 1,000. What? Sheesh. That's 1,000 people up in there. I look out there. I I see it, man. It looks just like 1,000 people. Standing room only. You know, everybody crowding up that dance floor and the stage right there on the wall of the stage or on the curtain behind the DJ, if you will, would be the logo of the place and shrine there. You see it. Lord Ray Ray's emblazoned and it's looking cool. It's all illuminated. You got the DJ on the ones and twos, making a spectacular event off those turntables, spinning cuts, samples, and God was definitely going old school. This DJ, he actually went old school, picking them records right out of the crates. No Serato, no no push buttons. DJ DJing. Yeah. Of course, I'm backstage. I'm in a nice spot, and you know... <laughs> I get some cool back there, but I know the guys that be outside, man, I know they making money. I know they making money. If you listen to the very first episode of this podcast, then you know that these dudes, I made minuscule amounts compared to these guys. We're talking about the dose. Man. I had to let that one out. I know they made money. Damn it. Shoot. But anyways, um... At the end of the night, sure they want to take a thousand years counting up all the money they made. But when it's all said and done at about 5 a.m., that's when we all finally get our little $100. They were paying us $100, $200, $300, $400, $500, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1,000, $1
$20 an hour back then in 2008. Huh? I guess we were supposed to be happy with that. Um, back then, I didn't actually have a license. I actually had a fire guard to which I was registered at this place. Lord Ray Ray's. On a deuce in this huge building. Gotta say, when me and my fellow men and women in black got a $100 and everybody splitting up, everybody going their own way home, those going uptown, those going Brooklyn, everybody's just separating, going their own way. And there I was when I see my folks taking all the adjacent train stations, I decided to just walk all by myself here in this mega place all to myself. I mean, we're talking five in the morning or maybe even a few minutes before, you know, like 4.45 when it's still nice and dark outside and Times Square, man, you're left with your thoughts Nice and quiet, except the traffic, the obvious traffic, you know, and uh, on my way to the 4 train, walking 42nd Street, with all the buildings, all the lights, all the streets, all the signs, all the billboards, Bryant Park, the entirety of it, the New York Public Library, the main Midtown building, with all of this adornments, such a beautiful building, and there I was, walking amongst it as if I owned it all. The only one walking the streets. I gotta tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, I enjoy this walk. Yeah, 2008, I was living with my mama. Why? Because I needed a place to stay. I needed a place to stay in order for them to let me out of jail. Didn't want to stay stuck on an island. So, my dear departed mom, who I miss very much, Yes, I stayed in the spare room in the back, and of course, I paid my share to stay there, which was gracious of my mother to let me do, while I tried to rebuild my life here at Lord Ray Ray's. I worked there for about a year, and I'm pretty sure I'll have a few more stories about this fine place. Yeah, it's fine, until it's not anymore, you know? <laughs> There are those stories I would like to share with y'all then. So, being that I live on my mother's block in my mother's house, going back to my mother's neighborhood, walked the streets of 42nd, and walking by these tall buildings that I had all to myself, and walking by that McDonald's, it's five in the morning, so it's open. I go <laughs> grab me some breakfast. I'm foolish not to because I heard my stomach growling. After copping that... Head back over towards Vanderbilt into the entrance of Grand Central Station, where I'm met with the elevator that takes me downstairs to the four train. Yes, I take that four train or the five train, whichever comes first. Five in the morning, I'm pretty sure one of them should come. That four train comes, and I'll take that towards Woodlawn. I get off on Mushulo Parkway, and I just hop, skip, and jump down Gun Hill all the way to my mother's building, my mother's house. And yes, notice, I mention my mommy a lot. I miss her to death. What do you want me to say? I'm Barbara's son. Peace to my brothers who are Barbara's sons also. And uh, I'm going to share a couple stories with my brother who I hope you tune in for pretty soon. And we got a couple of stories to tell y'all about our adventures while dressed in black. 
and other adventures I'm going to be sharing with you here on The Art of Bouts. I am very thankful, ladies and gentlemen, that you should join me taking the time in your very busy schedules to listen to the ramblings and the tales, the adventures of me and my fellow bouncers. Now, I'm very glad to announce that I will not be the only voice you hear in these adventures. You will be hearing from my former partners and folks who are continuing to do this thankless job and their stories. And I'm hoping y'all would uh, continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. And um, folks, you can catch me on IG. You can catch me on X. You can catch me on threads. You can also catch me on YouTube at RGMC2407. Also on YouTube, you can catch the Art of Bounce channel. You can also catch me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Just look for my friends at Force Fed Digital. And of course, exclusively on YouTube, you can find it on the United Roman Networks. Thank you, kind folks, for tuning in to the Art of Bounce. Be safe.